Welcome everyone once again to the Selling Greenville podcast. I'm your host, Stan McCune, realtor right here in Greenville, South Carolina. And just as a reminder, you can find all of my contact information in the show notes, email address, phone number. Feel free to call me, text me, email me anytime. If I can answer, I will. I'm not one of those realtors. I know we have a bunch of them in this area that they pride themselves on just shutting off their phone after five o'clock. I am not one of those. I enjoy what I do, and I am more than happy to communicate with you after hours if you need my help with something. A little other housekeeping, uh, just as a reminder, it helps our show if you rate, review, subscribe, download, anything like that on whatever platform that you're listening to this on, and we're on a lot of different platforms, Audio Boom, uh, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you can can rate, review, subscribe, any of that, that will help our podcast get out there. I would appreciate it. And uh, I only ask that you give us a good rating because that would make me super duper happy. Today's episode is about what the market is doing. What shifts are we seeing now that we have some more extreme social distancing taking place The governor uh, of South Carolina, Governor McMasters, he issued, I believe it was on Sunday, an an order that was his strongest to date about uh, us needing to stay at home. That actually didn't really apply to real estate hardly at all. I mean, we still have to, at showings and whatnot, keep a a six-foot distance. There's not supposed to be more than three people in a house at once, but overall, Uh, We can still show houses, we can still list houses, pretty much everything related to real estate is still considered an essential business, and so uh, the market has not been disrupted as much here as it has been in some other places when it comes to real estate. But what does the data say? You know, it's one thing to say, well, my gut feeling is that the market hasn't really been disrupted that much, but what does the data say? I decided to analyze this, to look in the MLS and to see what the MLS has to say for us about what has happened the past few weeks. So I decided, let's go back to March 19th. That was when things, uh, around the time that things really started clamping down, people started wearing masks and, and whatnot shortly thereafter. And I pulled the data from March 19th to April 8th in 2020 and then compared it to 2019. I did the same thing from March 31st to April 8th. And the reason was to see, well, what's the trend, okay? Is, are things changing the way I expect them to, or, or are they not? And I was actually very surprised with what I found in this data, and that's why I'm sharing it with you today. So I started with new listings. And actually, we, we did all of this data on new listings during those time periods, and they had to be properties that were above $5,000. And the reason why I did that, there's a lot of rental properties out there that are 1,000, 2,000, whatever. I didn't want to deal with properties that are for rent in the MLS. Um, So I just filtered them out that way, but I left all the other filters open. So this includes land, mobile homes, condos, etc. Between March 19th, And April the 8th of this year, we had 1,380 new homes come on the market. How does that compare to 2019? Well, 
it, that's down about 7%. In 2019, we had 1,484 properties come on the market during that time. So the, the housing market has for sure been impacted. We have fewer listings coming on the market during that time, 7%. Now, I would expect that number to go up as we pro progress, right? Because more people are, in theory, going to be hesitant to list their homes. So I, I ran the data from March 31st to April the 8th. And to my surprise, the percentage went down. In other words, a it was more comparable to 2019 than it, when I pulled the data from March 19th to April the 8th. So here, here's what I got. From March 31st to April the 8th, 559 homes went on the market in 2020. How that compares to 2019, in 2019, 590 homes during the that date range came on the market. So it only went down by 5.25%, whereas before, from March 19th to April the 8th, it had gone down by 7%. So actually, people, it doesn't appear that people are getting more hesitant about listing their homes as time goes on. Maybe the initial fear and concern that the real estate market might crash or that the economy might crash, maybe there is a portion of the market that was like, you know what, we're going to be okay. I'm going to go ahead and list my house. And, and so uh, we haven't seen the trend progressing in the way that, that I personally would have expected it to. And I think that's, in general, a good thing. Um, now, what about showings? All right, so this is, this is a really important question because we have, you know, the past several weeks, homes are listing pretty close to uh, about in in this area pretty close to what they did in 2019 7% since March 19th fewer homes than what what were listed during the same time period in 2019 but 7% isn't that much nationally if you look at some national numbers um they are way way higher than that and i think that's just because in greenville there's a, a lot of reasons for that but in Greenville, we have a great housing market here. South Carolina hasn't been as restrictive as some other areas. And so some of the numbers here uh, look a lot better than they do nationally and, and, and in other parts of the country. But when it comes to showings, we do see a big, big difference. So here is what we're looking at. Around the, and, and unfortunately, I should mention, I don't have... Uh, I wasn't able to compare the statistics from 2019, but I, I have some statistics readily available from March 16th all the way up through April 8th of this year. I'm, I'm sorry, from February 16th all the way up through April 8th of this year. And here is what I found. Um, from February, uh, and from the middle of February until, you know, early to mid-March, it was very consistent that we were averaging around like six, seven hundred showings a day during a normal day. And then Saturday, that number goes up into around the 1100 
showings per day range. This is just market wide. Um, and and these uh, this data is provided by Showing Time, which is a service that a very, very large percentage, probably like 90%, I'm just guessing, but probably close to 90% of listings use Showing Time to uh, schedule their appointments. Um, so this data, according to Showing Time, we were averaging roughly like six, 700 showings a day market-wide. And then on Saturday, that number goes up to closer to like 11, 1200, something like that. The past week, that number has gone down a lot. This past Saturday, showing time, 641 showings. So compare that to before when it was 11, 1200, you're talking about like nearly a 40% dip. Um, then the past few days, Monday was 354 showings. That's that's extremely low. Now, I should mention that's higher than, than Monday, uh, March the 23rd. So again, kind of similarly, it's like, well, you know, there, there might be uh, some evidences that maybe people are starting to get a little bit more confident. Monday, March the 23rd was 317 showings. So it actually went up this past Monday um, versus the, the 23rd. Um, now, it did go down from the 30th, which was 409 showings on that Monday. But um, regardless, when we're generally averaging 600 to 700 for it to be 354, that's not great. Tuesday was 415, and then Wednesday was 416. Again, all this data provided uh, via showing time. Um, so our showings have gone down um, in general, on the order of like, you know, between somewhere between like 25 and 40%. So sh showings have gone down quite a bit, quite a bit. So what does that mean for new contracts, right? Are, are homes just sitting on the market? Are they just languishing? Well, that's a very interesting question as well. And it's very hard to answer. And here's why. Um, the way the MLS, at least in, in Greenville, the way the data is parsed, it, it's really kind, there are some challenges to determining when a home goes under contract. There is a field for contract date, but that field isn't filled in until after the home changes to sold. So, there's no way for us to fully know what's going on with homes currently um, on the market that are under contract but haven't yet sold. That contract date probably hasn't been filled in yet. There is a workaround, though. And so the, the way that I did this was I looked at, and, and I won't get into all the nitty-gritty, but I was basically able to come up with what I believe is an accurate way of looking at it by analyzing those new listings since March 19th and March 31st through April the 8th. Look at how many new listings during that those time periods have gone under contract, both in 2020 and 2019. Now, I would expect the numbers to be pretty close to 
um, those numbers that I just shared in terms of the showings that we would see about a drop off of about you know 20 30 maybe in the worst case scenario 40 percent do we see that no no we do not see that at all now let me hedge this by saying one thing we do not know how many of these current contracts are going to fall through make a lot of money uh, on that data if i could somehow gain access to my crystal ball and see the future and see oh these contracts are going to fall through. Um, but I'm comparing data on uh, homes that were sold in 2019 versus homes that are currently under contract in 2020. Some of those might fall through and not sell, but hopefully the data is pretty comparable. Again, to explain it, these are homes that were both listed between March 19th and April 8th and they went under contract during the same time period. In 2020, we had 466 homes. So this year, between March 19th and April the 8th, 466 of the new listings during that time period went under contract. Remember, there were 1,380 new listings during that time period. And so basically a third of those are now under contract. That's awesome. That is a great number for the properties coming on the MLS in Greenville, that a third of them during one of the, the worst economic environments that we've been through in a really, really long time have gone under contract. How does that compare to 2019? Of the, new, of the 1,484 new listings that came on the market in 2019 from March 19th to April the 8th, 383 of those went under contract during that same time period. So that's actually a, a, a difference of 83. That's 83 fewer homes than what we currently have under contract. Now, again, some of the 466 that we have under contract, some of those will fall through. But even if that number comes down to 383, it that ends up meaning that we're not seeing the market being impacted in the way we expect it to. We're still seeing a lot of homes going under contract, very comparable, if not even more so than what we saw in 2019, which is shocking. What about since March 31st? That number is even more dramatic. From March 31st to April the 8th, in 2019, it was 90 homes that went under contract among those new listings. And this year, 153 that have gone under contract among the, the new listings, the 559 new listings since March 31st of this year. So we're seeing homes, even though showings have dropped dramatically, we are still seeing homes, at least the new listings, are still going under contract. So people that are scared to sell their home, listen, there's a lot of things to consider when you're considering the timing of selling a home, but at least on a meta level with the properties being listed in the MLS, they are going under contract at a good clip compared to 2019. We are still seeing 
that there is a market out there. And what it seems is happening is that that drop of like 30, 40% in showings, it seems like that's mostly just the, the buyers that aren't that serious. And so what we have left is the showings that are happening are much more impactful. There is a much higher percentage of these showings that are that appear to be resulting in contracts on uh, on the properties that are being shown. And so we're I'm getting questions. We're getting questions. You know, well, is it a buyer's market? Is it going to switch to a buyer's market at the moment? Now. This is very likely to change in, in some way, but at the moment, the current trajectory where we're having fewer homes listed, but the same amount or more homes going under contract, that means we're looking at potentially more of a seller's market. Like that, it, it's it's wild. And I'm not saying that that's going to happen, that it is going to become more of a seller's market. But the current trajectory gives no indication, no indication that we are heading into buyer's market territory. That does not appear to be the case at the moment. Now, the situation is so fluid, that can change very quickly. But this is what we're seeing right now. And I'll continue to update you on this podcast as I get more information. Um, There is still a lot of nervousness. I'm guessing that probably those people that, uh, you know, the 5.25% lower uh, amount of of new listings from March 31st to April the 8th this year versus last year, I'm guessing a lot of those people are just are are nervous for getting the virus or, you know, just have other reasons other than trying to time the market for why they're not listing their homes. Um but overall, the market is is comparing to 2019 pretty well so far here in the Greenville area. Um, now that that 5.25 percent since March 31st, or you know, if you want to go back to March 19th, the seven percent lower number of of new listings versus 2019. Those people probably still want to sell. So I'm guessing that at some point they are going to uh, list their homes probably when the social distancing stuff or the scares about the coronavirus start to go away. Those homes will probably all get listed and we might run into a situation where we have a temporary buyer's market or something closer to it because all of a sudden we have a glut of new homes come on the market and not enough buyers to purchase all of those homes. So if you're looking at listing your house, one thing to definitely consider is you don't want to be one of those that lists your house when everyone else does. If the market is doing pretty well, and for the most part, it's it's been pretty resilient to all of this, then honestly, now could be the best time for you to list your house or your property or whatever it is, uh, real estate-wise, that you're looking to sell. Now, as I said a few times, This is a fluid situation and anything can change. We don't know if things are going to get worse in the upcoming weeks, if things are going to get better in the upcoming weeks. I'm telling my clients that are looking at listing a home here in the next few weeks, let's let's analyze everything and take it week by week, day by day, and we'll do what is best for you and what you feel most comfortable with 
at the time, once we get to that point where it's like, okay, I'm ready in the next few days potentially to list the home, we need to, to take this on a day-by-day and a week-by-week basis. Otherwise, um, we might see the market flip overnight and run into a situation where we list a home at the worst possible time. Right now, generally speaking, it is still a clear seller's market. There are still a lot of reasons to be optimistic if you are looking to sell. Showings are down. So you need to not be discouraged if your home isn't showing as much. What that means is the people that are showing your home, these are the serious buyers. So you're going to have to, if you if you live in the home that you're selling, you won't have to vacate as much for showings. You won't have to, to take the dog with you as much or take the kids with you as much and, and try to find something to do, which now is harder than ever. You know, you might have to go to a rest area or something now in order to, to try to find somewhere to go. You don't have to do that as much. So it's actually not a terrible time to sell. And there's a lot of reasons for optimism. And um, honestly, I'm a bit surprised. But the data is the data. Now, a year from now, we'll be able to go back and, and look and see how many of these properties that are under contract right now, how many of those contracts come to fruition. But at the moment, new homes coming on the market, they are going under contract still very quickly. I have had buyer clients in multiple instances the past couple of weeks get into bidding wars with other buyers. So there is still a market out there. There are still people looking to buy. And don't don't think that that has changed because of what is going on with the coronavirus, because of the stay-at-home orders from the governors. Real estate is still an essential service. People are still doing real estate transactions. There are going to be parts of the market that slow down. Probably the multifamily market is going to see a, a, a continual slowdown. Probably the, the high-end luxury market is going to see a slowdown. But some of these other markets, we're still seeing um, homes and properties bought and sold. Um, and if you are okay with people going through your house right now, um, there are some people that really need to consider listing their home now. Part of that is the market may get worse. Like this, this we might have a short window here where the market is actually not very heavily impacted. And then that takes a turn for the worse. And real estate in this area ends up falling off the cliff like some other industries have. Um, we don't know. It's all speculative. But here is some data to help you make your decision, to help educate you on the market. If you have any questions, again, my contact information in the show notes, please feel free to reach out to me. And until next time, Stay safe, wear your mask, and don't go crazy during the quarantine.